The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. You know, people uh, ask me all the time, I have brothers and my whole family speaks, and they say, how do you guys always have a story? How do you guys always have a... I'm like, no, just let me explain something very important. No more, I only say stories that happen to me or around me. So no more interesting things happen to me than happen to you. I don't, I leave, I lead, I live in Cleveland, I'm saying. I lead a very quiet life, we'll call it, right? No more interesting things are going to happen to me than happen to anybody you know or yourself. The only difference is, is the desperation. I have to speak three, four, five times a week. I need a story. So I'm paying attention more. That's it. It's the only difference. So I say to my students all the time, they say, Rabbi, why are you smiling when this and this is going on? I'm like, guys, you have to understand something. And it obviously has a double meaning to it. I'm like, guys, you got to understand something. To me, this is all material. All of this is material. Number one, it's material. It doesn't matter. It's just material. It'll be over soon and everyone will move on and we'll worry about something else. Number two, it's all material. I translate this bad experience into a really good story that I get to tell and I get paid for that. It's all material. So I'm sitting, Shavuos, not this past uh, two years ago, was doing a uh, Shavuot program, a hotel program, my family. My family is there with me. It wasn't my family's hotel program. And I um, was with um, Rabbi Wallerstein, uh, my brother, and it was a few, it was like, it was towards the end of the program, and we were having this major uh, panel on Chinuch, also known as a Chinuch panel. And we were all sitting up there, and it was the one that like everybody was going to show up to, and all the rabbis were there. It wasn't like a side room one, it was like the whole kit and caboodle. And I see some nods, I think some people were there, so you know this story, ready? And uh, we're sitting over there, and it came to my, and I had just gotten into a disagreement, I think, with somebody on the panel, it might have been one of my brothers, I don't know. And, but I was sounding like I knew what I was talking about on Chinuch for a minute. And I really thought I was right, so it was going to be fantastic. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, the fire alarm in the hotel goes off, and it was, it was loud. And they come in, the people from the hotel come in, they're like, it was this big Sheraton, and I don't know where. And they're like, let's go, everyone, everyone out. And the whole panel, the whole hundreds of people, everyone had to get up and leave, and all these people are coming out of their rooms, and the whole place had to pack out. Everyone, the entire place had to pack out. We're all standing in front of this place, the fire department came. And as we're standing outside, I happen to be standing next to one of my brothers, and a few people came up and they're like, Rabbi, like, we're standing out here anyway. Like, just finish the thought you were saying. Finish the wedding call. And I'm like, of course you want to hear the end of my ingenious thoughts. And as I'm thinking that to myself, in my complete ego, um, I notice in the back of the crowd of hundreds of people a beautiful little face of a beautiful little girl that was very familiar to me with shock and awe on her face, horror really, and she was running towards me. And as I saw her, I guess I, again, can't hide my uh, facial expressions too well, so I went into horror and shock. <clears throat> and I looked over at my brother who noticed, and he looked at me and was like, oh no, 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 oh no. And I see, because she was taller a little bit than the others, I see her followed by a procession of ducklings 
that um, all belong to me as they are my children. And they come running up to me and I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm like, just don't say anything. It's just, where's your brother? I'm like, don't. <clears throat> and she comes running up to me and the whole place is quiet. And my daughter yells, Papa, Ashi's going to jail. <laughs> and I'm like, what? She's like, the police are coming. Ashi's going to jail. I was like, oh, it's adorable. Little kids, run along now, little children. And my brother's just still standing there going, huh? Oh, no. And she's like, no, Papa, you don't know why. I'm like, I do, I do, I know why. I figured it out. Just run, 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 run. And she's like, she's like, why? I'm like, just, just uh, find Mommy. I'm working. Find Mommy. And she goes, no, Papa, you don't understand. Ashi pulled a fire alarm. I'm like, yep, there it is. <laughs> and everyone, the whole place, everyone was talking a minute before that. And the entire hundreds of people, everyone got quiet and looked at me. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, those kids. Sorry, little girl, I know I look like your father, but uh, you might want to scoot along and find them now. <laughs> um, <clears throat> now, in that moment, I'm, I'm, I'm like, oh, this is, there goes my career and <laughs> everything I've ever... I'm thinking, where was my wife? Where was the babysitter that was supposed to... But now, where's my older son? He was supposed to be watching him. Everyone knows how she's crazy. You can't leave him next to a fire alarm and think he's not going to pull it. And then, as I turn around to my brother, my brother looks at me and he's like, ah, I'm so jealous of you. So I was like, why? He's like, as the next speech, after everything's over, now that we know there's no fire, the next speech is uh, tonight is going to be the last thing, and it's all closing remarks. He's like, you're going to have the killer story. Like, you just, you have the killer story, and it's no one else's story but yours right now. And I realized he was so right. It's all material. It changed that moment immediately. <laughs> I had no idea what I was going to say that night until right then. It was a shoeless program. I spoke all night long. I ran out of material within the first two hours. It was beautiful. Yeah, it was a little embarrassing. Literally, I dove in Mencha today in Landau's. True story, I dove in Mencha today in Landau's at like 7.15. And this guy comes up to me afterwards and he's like, I want to tell you something. I was at a shoeless program with you. True story. He's like, I don't remember a word you said, but I remember your kid's the one who pulled the fire alarm. <laughs> It's the only reason I remembered it to say it tonight. <laughs> it's all material. The bad, the good, the ugly, it's all material. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.